Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. everyone my name is will mcelroy i'm one of your hosts today for the watermark students podcast and i'm so excited to be with you and today i'm joined with my co-host hannah spence hey, what's up hey hannah? i'm here and then our student guest for today is charlie silva what's up charlie what's up will how you doing <laughs> how you <what? laughs> hey, hey charlie <laughs> I think Charlie forgot Hannah's name for a second. <laughs> I was about to call her Allie. <laughs> Charlie, what uh, what school do you go to, man? What grade are you in? What are you doing next year, if you know? Um, I'm a senior at Highland Park High School, and I'm planning on going to Baylor in, in the in the fall. Hey, so sick and bears, man. So <laughs> I, on. I never thought I'd go, but. Here we are. Here we are. Hey, today we are going to talk about social media and specifically the title is going to be why social media can suck the life out of you. And so let me paraphrase with this and just say this up front is the title. It says why social media can suck the life out of you. Not that why social media does suck the life out of you, Uh, because what we're going to focus on today is that like, hey, Social media, and this is maybe a cliche that teenagers have heard or that parents have said, is that social media is a tool. It's not good or bad, but it depends on how you use it, right? That makes it good or bad. And so that's mm-hmm. a cliche we've always heard, but it's cliche for a reason because I think it's true, is that uh, social media, I don't. it's not inherently bad. There's a lot of good things that can come from social media. In fact, uh, every all three of us are on social media. Um, I think all various platforms, right? Like it's true. I use Instagram, TikTok regularly. I'm trying to think what else I use, but I'm sure Charlie, you have you Snap. Use Facebook? I don't use Facebook. Mm. Um, I guess you probably use Snap, right? Yeah, like Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram. Those are probably the big three. YouTube, if you want to count YouTube. Does B-Roll count? B-Roll counts. counts. I guess B-Roll count. Do y'all count YouTube if we're talking about social media? Um, I mean, you post stuff on there and there's like, yeah. so yeah. It's kind of a semi. It's like a between like yeah. Netflix and, and follow, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, would say it's used a little bit differently than those right. other apps. It feels a little, a little it's different. It's still a social media pop. <laughs> but uh, so we, we are, I would say the three of us, given that we all use social media. In fact, I want to do this. I want us to all say what are what were our screen times for this like last week? And I, while y'all are pulling yours up, I'm going to kind of give you a, I don't have mine with me, but I looked at it. I think this week, I'm sitting pretty good this week. I'm at like three and a half hours this week. But last week I was, I think I was at six hours the week before that, which kind of a lot for me. But Is that for okay. the entire week or per Oh, day? that's per day. That's okay. like the daily average. I was like. But I would say on, usually my average is, is four and a half to five hours. Um, Charlie, what would you say? Uh, I'm not proud of it, but um, my daily average last week was nine hours and 53 minutes. Nine hours and 53 minutes. Hannah? Mine, my daily average is three hours and 53 minutes. Or not daily. Yeah. Hannah's just a a saint. So, Charlie, I would say, this is what I would say is, you said you're not proud of it, and it was like nine hours and something. But would you agree that that's like pretty normal for teenagers? 
Uh, yes, I would say that's very normal for like people our age in our age group because we try to fill our time. And, it, and like you said, it, it sucks our time out because we'll sit there and be like and procrastinate doing stuff because we're just on TikTok scrolling or Instagram mm-hmm. scrolling because we just want to see what the latest new thing is. And I think that that can be a real time waster to the fact that we could be doing something else. Not saying that social media is a bad thing and being on it a lot is a bad thing. I think as a age group, we need to monitor a little bit how much we are on it because too much time can be not enough time doing other stuff that Mm -hmm. can fill us up with joy and happiness. Yeah, for sure. So you, I mean, think back to your, just the day in the life of Charlie, spending (laughs) a lot of time on it. What would have to use the most? Would you say, would you say a mix between Insta, Snap and TikTok equally? Probably, I haven't used Snap that much recently, probably TikTok because that's what like mm-hmm. I'll just use during class just to buy time. It's just easy to get on. So yeah. tell me, I want to talk about your experience and and what you think your experience is like using TikTok. And I think this will be a cool conversation because you have a unique experience, right? Yeah. Would you say a well, fairly unique? You, yeah, you did too. Yeah. And we can we can talk about kind of taking this out of the veil where, where Charlie and I have both found ourselves in spots where we have created social media and what I mean by that is like we have created content that people view for entertainment but we also consume content yeah and so you talked just a little bit about the consuming side already where you're saying it is just so easy just to sit there and fill that space just like when I when I'm bored and doing nothing it's easy just to like pull up TikTok and just Mm -hmm. fill an empty space with it for better or for worse, that's what we do. But give me your experience on like, what has it been like to create content and why did you stop doing it? Like, give us kind of the the arc of like Charlie Silva your experience, journey. your journey, man, with TikTok. So I think it started freshman year in 2020. Um, me and my sisters made a TikTok for fun, like on her account and it got like 500 views. And I thought, I was like, oh, that's cool. I've never had that before. So I created my own and I think it got, I think I posted one video. It was a bad, terrible video, but it got 2000 views. So I got really happy with that. And then I just continued to start posting during COVID because I mean, there's nothing to do. So, and and it's just started gradually growing and growing to the point when I was starting to get 10 K views, a hundred K views, a hundred K views. I was starting to average all these views that I didn't know what to do with. And I was trying to find my identity in all these fake people online telling me like, oh, like this is a funny video and this is this is super cool. You should do more of this. And I would find myself spending more time trying to stress myself out creating an idea for TikTok or just whatever the next thing was for me. I was I was stressing over it because I didn't know what to do. Because I'd never had this feeling before where like my first time like getting a viral video, I remember like running into my sister's room and be like, oh my gosh, like it's got 600K views. And she was like, oh, that that's cool. And I was like, and I was freaking out because it, mm-hmm. it was mine. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I just started keep, I just kept posting and it got to the point where um, my parents had to talk to me like, hey, like, do you think the stuff you're posting is like good? Do you think it's like appropriate for like, and they're all like just skits and they're all just like fun and games. But there was some stuff that I think I looking back is like, I, I don't know if I would be willing to post that and then go to church and be like, yeah, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a wealthy Christian. Um, but 
And then so going into junior year, I kind of stopped posting because I just stopped enjoying um, posting and making content because it wasn't as fun anymore. And um, and a big reason for that was because I was trying to always get the next goal and always try to find the next thing that I thought, like, if I got this many likes or this many views, I would be like, it'd be so much cooler. Like my life would be great. But every time I hit that goal or hit that achievement, it it, it never it was never enough. I always had to fill it with something else, with the next goal. So it got to the point where I had to kind of shut it down midway through junior year, mm-hmm. and then um, going into senior year, um, I just decided to shut it down midsummer. Yeah, so, which has been this past year. Yeah. So and how would you say this past year has been? Because I think it's been what. A year, eight months since you've even posted, or yeah, probably nine months. Nine months, yeah, yeah. So probably nine months, and it's honestly like looking back at it, it's been so much better. Like, I think get getting into it, I did it because I was bored and I was just at my house during COVID. Mm-hmm. And looking at it now, it, it it was just a huge time sucker away from spending time with friends, like hanging out with people, because I just kept trying to figure out what I could do to make my my stock on TikTok or whatever better. And looking back at that, I missed a lot of memories that mm-hmm. I could have made. And this past year, I've made so much more memories. I've had so much better times with friends because I haven't been just Consumed. on my phone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I think that goes back to the title of like social media yeah. is sucking my life away, you know, and a little bit of my story and kind of with social media is that um, I too started maybe a year and a half two years ago posting on tiktok and then youtube as well and they're just short skits funny skits and they have grown into something that is um kind of more than i mean truly originally the reason i don't know if you know this charlie or hannah but the reason i started doing it was because i saw a lot of our students were on on social media tiktok and 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 using reels and i was like man i feel like i could make something that is wholesome and funny and clean and, and just like good humor for the, the, the teens out there that are in our ministry. And then, uh, it ended up being, instead of like just our shoreline students watching it, it ended up being a lot more than that, you know, where I think right now, um, like with, with YouTube, it's, I'm around like, I think 836,000. I, I just checked. It was like 836,000 subscribers, which is, crazy and really weird to think about like someone right now multiple people right now are watching like one of my videos you know like that is just yeah i've thought about that it's just weird and and it's like i'm not and and on one hand it's like cool and you could even argue like well you're just projecting right now or charlie you're just projecting and saying like giving an excuse to get on a podcast and talk about like look at us like uh, we we we're cool we we got this many followers (laughs) and it's like i charlie and i were joking beforehand like we know that doesn't make us cool. Like, like sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, dang, this is like, can be kind of cringy and weird. And it's just weird. I'm not prepared to like consume this. And it it creates this compare, like when, when you start, when you start really looking at like, how many views am I getting? How many subscribers am I getting? Like, are my views going up or down? And then it gets into this comparison thing, which you and I have talked about before, Charlie, where it's like, and I think Hannah, I'd love for you to speak on this because I think I think what we have felt is just a larger scale of what every teenager feels every time they open Instagram where 
mm-hmm. Charlie and I have compared ourselves to other users on like how many views is this guy getting? How many likes is this guy getting? How many followers is this person getting? But Hannah, would you say that like the average experience of a teenage girl, for example, is the same way where maybe they're looking at like, I wonder how many likes my classmate is getting. I wonder uh, how this person is looking or how many comments, like what, what, bring it to, you know, bring conversation back to maybe like a average users level. And I think it probably doesn't look much different than like creating content. What would you say? Yeah, I would say that it doesn't look much different from creating content, though y'all are creating it and putting it out there and putting yourself in the in social media in a kind of a different light what social media has done with comparison um in general is taking it out of your immediate circle of people you may interact with on the day-to-day and open it up truly to the world so like if i am just like have like a normal very average following on instagram and i post a picture i am putting that out there for the world to access and see but also not that it's the world accessing see i using social media have put myself in a place to then compare to the world Mm, and have a million different things to hold myself up my life up to and be like hey what is what is the standard and am I good enough have I met that and when I meet that will I feel finally like this sense of satisfaction like I've arrived because I got this many likes or my content looks um, aesthetically pleasing like this creator's content. And so it really has just opened comparison into just a broader um, scope that kind of like has no boundaries and no end of what you can compare yourself to and why and what you're seeking and thinking like eventually I'll meet that. And so I would Mm -hmm. say the average user's experience is still one full of comparison, full of like wondering if, they're good enough if they're liked measuring that by likes and comments and um scrolling to see if their stuff um mm-hmm. is relevant mm-hmm. and trending and so i would say that yours is slightly different but i would say every person struggles with that it's just maybe people respond to y'all in a different way and the average user's experience is honestly in their head in their mind wrestling with those thoughts yeah and i would say still even charlie you're still an average user too, right? Yeah. Like, like, you know, you, you still, <laughs> like, I still compare myself to like my friends that maybe they're getting things that I'm not like people I know. Right. And I, I think that is just like, I would imagine there are students in our ministry who they are comparing their lives to others, or maybe they are looking at the Snapchat stories or Instagram stories and being like, looks like all my friends hung out with me and didn't tell me. Or maybe you're not on this one person's close friend's story and you're like, what the heck? Why are, am I not on their close friends? Or, or maybe there's someone listening who they have hidden the like count on their profile, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like, I think it can be good to hide the like count, but I think there are people who have hidden the like count because they're embarrassed by how few likes they have. And and so I, I just say all that to, to, to lead us up to this this verse. Uh, that King Solomon wrote, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read it and then skip to to the end of the paragraph here. But the reason I'm reading this is because I I think I think and Charlie, you mentioned this is you were always striving for the next thing. Like when you had 10,000 subscribers, you wanted what 20, 20 and then 30,000, 40,000, 50,000. Yeah, 60, and then the same way, like I think 
my experience as a user before I even started creating content was like, okay, my posts now get like 250 likes. Like that would look so cool if they got like 500 likes on average or maybe 750 or if the really popular kids are getting like a thousand likes on their mm-hmm. posts. And like, that would be so cool. But, but here's his verse. This is King Solomon who he had, he had everything. Like he was the King of Israel. He had everything he wanted. And this is what he says. He says, so I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem. So he's saying, I became so great that I was better than anyone who had ever lived. Like I had more, more than anyone. And then go down to verse 10 and he says, and whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I kept my heart from no pleasure for my heart found pleasure in all my toil. And so he's saying there, he's like, if I liked something, I got it. If my heart found pleasure in something, then I just gave myself more than that. Like, is that not described like our, the way we use TikTok? For sure. Like, like so often I'm like, I'm going to sit for 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then go do chores. Charlie. Or Charlie, like how many times? Have, yeah, I'm going to do homework after 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to do homework or this project. And then I'm, that's. 1030 at night and I'm still haven't done it and I just go to bed because I don't want to do it mm-hmm. because I've been scrolling on TikTok or Instagram and I just get tired and I just yeah. I get lazy from yeah. it. Or in another vein, like I'm going to look at all the comments from this post and mm-hmm. which is fine. Like I read my comments, but I'm gonna let them dictate my emotions. Right. And so if this person doesn't comment, then I'm going to be sad because like, why did this boy not comment on my photo? Or why did this girl not comment on my photo? Or why did this person not like my story? Like the reason that you are obsessing with that is because that's what your heart finds pleasure in. Right. And then this is what Solomon ends with. He says, after all this, at the end of verse 11, he says, and behold, all of that was vanity and striving after wind. And there was nothing to be gained under the sun. Like mm-hmm. that is, that's kind of sober. That's deep, man. I feel like you can say this, Charlie, of like, you could probably look a student in the eyes and say, hey, that person liking your photo, commenting on your photo, liking your story, going, like hitting you up on your DMs. Yeah. Is it going to make you feel better? When you want something and then you finally achieve that goal, it still won't be enough. If I want 10K likes and I get that 10K likes, I, I want more. It, it's it's never going to be enough. Even if that person does respond to you, DM you, Snapchat you, whatever, it's it's still, you're going to want more after that. So it's never going to be yeah. to that point. Like it's gonna, I, yeah, I think Solomon, what he's saying, he's like, it's going to feel good, but it's never going to be enough. It's yeah, going to be vain, sure. right? And, mm-hmm. and so that, I mean, that's just it. It's like, I think that is the, that is the danger of social media. And that is why it's sucking the life out of you is because we as humans and especially teenagers, because here's the reality, like teens is if, if you don't listen to your parents uh, when they tell you this, then, then listen to me or as a 25 year old or Hannah is, are you, what are you, 30? 26. <laughs> <laughs> what? 30? <laughs> Literally not even a year and now oh, I'm. So if you're not going to listen to your parents, listen to a 26 year old, a 25 or a, a, a fellow teenager, 19 year old, uh, and, and hear us say this, um, look, the reason social media is sucking the life of you is because, uh, 
you may not be ready for it because you may be too obsessed with yourself. You you think about mm-hmm. yourself too much and you think about what can my heart find pleasure in right now? And I think teenagers, I'm talking to you right now, is I think that you know the reality of social media. About a year ago, a study came out on Facebook that said Facebook knew, which I know no one uses Facebook, but really Instagram, like Facebook owns Instagram. And so Instagram and Facebook knew that the content that they were producing was leading to creating mental illness in teenage girls specifically, that the Mm -hmm. content they were producing was uh, raising suicidal rates among teens. And I remember all the boomers I knew were so shocked, right? They were like, what? Like, how is this happening? You know who was not surprised? Teenagers. Like, were you, I don't know if you remember that, Charlie, but what does that surprise you if I said like, hey, social media causes mental illness in comparison? No, that doesn't surprise me at all. And it's also another thing I just thought of is like, it it makes you find flaws in yourself that you don't actually have. Yeah. It, social mm-hmm. media, when, when some person has something better than you and you're like, oh, I want her hair, I want her nose, that's just her thing. And that doesn't mean it's something wrong with you. It's just something that you can't compare because you're made by God in his image and you're made be, because he loves you. So when you're comparing that stuff, you can't. It's it's just not possible. And I think that's what we do as teenagers is we try to find the approval of other people. And then we when we do that, we start comparing and then we start kind of finding like this, these flaws that aren't actually there. Mm. That is, that is, <laughs> listen, I mean, again, teenagers, if you're not going to, Listen to your parents. I get that. Like, it is sometimes hard to listen to your parents, but listen to to Charlie right there or to Hannah or to me and and hear me say like, hey, you you may not be ready. You may not be ready to use this tool uh, without any boundaries. And in fact, one of the wisest things I've heard a student say in my last two years of doing youth ministry at this church is there was a ninth grade student who's 14 years old who I asked him, I was like, hey, are you on Snapchat or Instagram? And he's like, no, I'm not. And I I asked him just candidly, I was like, does that ever, do you ever get annoyed at your parents for them not letting you have those social medias, like, or any social media? And Mm -hmm. what do you think most 14 year olds would say? I mean, if if I was him and I was him, I would say, yes, I am annoyed because I don't want to miss out. If something happens, then... I don't know about it because I'm not a part of that group chat or that, or I'm not Snapchatting this person. I don't get to know mm-hmm. them. So I would a hundred percent agree with that because back in the day I d- used to have to put my phone up at night before I went to bed. And I thought I was always going to miss out on something yeah. like mm-hmm. there's going to be something done that night, an inside joke, something that I was going to miss that other people wouldn't, or I would want to talk to this person more. And that, like looking back at that, it's, mm-hmm. it's a super which, thing. Because, which that is, I, that is exactly how I felt when I had a flip yeah. phone in, in eighth grade, you know, <laughs> and that is fair for any, any teenager listening. If that's you right now, that is a fair feeling to have. But this is what the four, this is what this kid said to me. He said, well, I, he's like, I don't really get annoyed with my parents about it. He's like, maybe sometimes, but most of the time he's like, right now, I just, I don't feel like I'm ready for Snapchat or Instagram. Wow. He's like, I've just seen a lot of my like peers, a lot of my classmates like get in trouble with Snapchat mm-hmm. and Instagram and TikTok. And he's like, he's like, I kind of just trust my parents that I'm not quite ready for it. 
I was like, I know this man is. <laughs> how, how old is he? Fourteen or maybe fifteen? Yeah. How old are freshmen? He's more mature. Than me, fourteen though. or fifteen? Yeah. But yeah, I mean that is very. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe he was just spitting out that answer just because he knows it sounds good. But I mean, <laughs> that is that's good, you know. And and I wish that that would have been me at fourteen. Is it would have it would have saved me some. And so what I'm saying is like, hey, listen, listen closely. I love social media and I love it too much, which is mm -hmm. the problem oftentimes in my life. And so I, at 20, I guess I'm 24. I said I was 25 early. I'm 24. But you lie. I did lie early. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But at 24, I need guardrails over social media. And if you are 15, 16, 17, 19, like, I think you probably do too, right? Yeah. I also lied. I'm actually 18 right now. I'm about to turn 19. All right, Hannah, are you actually 30? <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> but we both lied about our, our age. I didn't yeah. lie about my age. I'm 26. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, that that was kind Anyways. of a lot. And I feel like we've been talking for a while. Hannah, do you have any thoughts? Because I want to ask one more question because I feel like we've kind of really dug into social media. Um, I agree with both of what y'all shared and even what you were saying as you were talking through Ecclesiastes um, of like, hey, social media is just not going to fill us up. And I would say the reason behind that and why it can suck life out of us is because we use the word popularity in comparison. And what the root of that truly is, is if I get enough likes, if I get affirmed by this, then I am loved and I'm valuable. Mm -hmm. And so what can suck the life out of us is looking for our worth and our value in something that the Lord didn't create us to find our worth and value. Yeah. In. Yes. I love that. Okay. So last question, maybe second to last question, but the last kind of longer question. And Charlie, this, this one's for you, man. I, we, we, where'd we get lunch about a year ago? Was it Burger House? It, it, I think it was dinner. Was it dinner? Oh, it was dinner. <laughs> it, was small, it was before small group. Um, it was Burger yeah. House. And we, and you were asking me a lot of questions just about social mm -hmm. media. And you even asked me a question of like, hey, as a Christian, how should I use social media? And I would say this, mm -hmm. Charlie, just to, um, just to compliment you and encourage you, man, is I think even in the last nine months or a year, whatever it's been, I've, I've seen you grown a lot um, just throughout all aspects of your life, but especially in this area with your thoughts around social media. Um, I think the thoughts you have now are just way more mature than even the questions you had then, if that makes sense. And so mm -hmm. I guess just kind of last question, just because we kind of, we kind of trashed social media a little bit for the first yeah. 25 minutes of this podcast, but <laughs> let, let's maybe take a little more positively of like, the reality is so many teenagers are on social media. So many adults are on social media. And I think Christians, uh, it can be a great tool, right? Mm -hmm. So how, how do you think, and, and maybe, you know, just, just share your thoughts and, and tell us what you think of how does, how does God want us to use social media? Like if we're going to be on it as Christians, mm -hmm. like how should we be engaging with it? Um, first thing is I don't, yeah, obviously social media can be a really great thing. I love social media and I will admit that I'm on it a lot because it's a short form of entertainment that I love to be on. But like to answer that question, I, I don't know, like tr truthfully, like, like the average answer, you'd be like, oh, you could post God on your story or your account more. But I mean, I feel like as most teens, uh, we, we stray away from that, not because we are lukewarm Christians, it's because 
we try to keep it separate and I don't think you should be forced. Yeah. Do you feel like as a teen, there's a lot of pressure to be like, man, if I'm a Christian and I'm going to post, like I have to have a Bible verse or I have to repost my like youth ministries content or my church's (laughs) content or like, like would you say there is like a little bit of an unspoken pressure? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like at like for pressure's sake, I don't think there's any pressure to post this kind of stuff. I think, I mean, sometimes there's people that would be like, hey, like, I'm going to post this so everyone knows that I'm a Christian. But I don't think there's any pressure with people being like, hey, like, you need to post this or you need to post a Bible verse to let everyone know, like, you are a Christian. Like, this is a very important thing that you have to do. I mean, personally, I haven't had that, but I could definitely see um, how there is some people that look at it and be like, hey, like, I feel like I should post this. I just don't know what to Mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's good. And that's fair. And uh, and so I, I guess just to kind of address what I would think around that question of how would God want me to use social media? And I think it's a little, I think it's different for everyone. I think it's similar to asking the question of like, God, what do you want me to do with my life and my career specifically, right? Like that's a, or Charlie, you're probably thinking like, where should I go to college? Yeah. Like that answer is going to be a little different for everyone, right? But mm-hmm. the the main answer for every Christian should be, it's like, I want, I want you to give glory to me. Like I want, like, that's what God would tell every Christian. It's like, I don't care where you go to college, but I want you to, to give the glory to me wherever you go. And so I think the same, like if if you're a Christian, uh, I I think that there is a wide range of ways that you can use social media and post social media. Uh, I would say like, if you're not posting clean content or, (laughs) you know, I think there's some obvious like areas where it's like, Hey, I don't think God wants you to do that. Like, uh, but within like, as long as it's not sinful, I think there's a lot of things you could post. And for example, 99.9% of the content I have posted does not have a Bible verse attached to it. And is not explicitly Christian. In fact, I think on like my YouTube channel, for example, I don't know if, if Charlie, if you didn't know me, I don't know if you would know necessarily that I was a Christian. Um, yeah. However, and now some people may disagree with the way that I approach that, but my approach is saying like, hey, I, I view that as the same way as there are members of our church who are architects, engineers, doctors, mm-hmm. nurses, and they may be able to go a day in their job without people interacting with them and be like, oh, they just shared eight Bible verses with me. They're Christian. That, that, that may not happen in most people's jobs. Mm-hmm. However, what I do want to happen in the way I post social media or in the way Christians do their job is that people look at us and say, hey, there's something different about the way he's well, posting or the conversations mm-hmm. they're having at work. And that thing that is different is that like, man, the Holy Spirit is living in me. Christ is living in me. And the way I interact will bring like, God's perfect design, which was like Eden, going back to the Garden of Eden. Like I want to make like Eden moments and people like just in the way they use social media. I was like, when they watch my videos or if they see your post or they see your comment or the way you like stories, what you like, what you repost is things that are creating just like rest and wholesome, like Christ-like moments in people's lives. And that doesn't mean it has to be a verse. It could be, it could be, but it doesn't mean it has to be. So I don't think that pressure should be there. But Hannah, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's so good. I would even um, go to share a little bit on my like experience and thought. 
behind um, social media and how to use it for God's glory. Um, I think when I first started thinking and praying through it was a couple years ago because I just noticed in my heart that I was just making it all about me. And that's where insecurities came or fears or different things would pop up as I scrolled through and just saw what other people were doing and saying and myself comparing. And so just brought that to the Lord and brought it to community and kind of talked through that with them. Mm-hmm. And what I landed on is like for Hannah specifically to use social media to the glory of God. And oftentimes doesn't look like me yeah. posting scripture on every caption and reposting like the Bible project to my story and stuff. So that's a great thing to do um, and does like make much of Jesus and sharing mm-hmm. with other people. What I felt like the Lord called me to in that was like, hey, you've got to remove making this about mm-hmm. Hannah because that's also going to create that fear and anxiety and that comparison and seeking worth and affirmation through that. And so how I specifically use my Instagram is decided a couple years ago, like I will not post a picture that's just of me um, or a caption mm-hmm. that's just about me I will use it to kind of celebrate friends or allow people to like see glimpse into my life and what I'm doing and so Mm. my goal with that is like I get to celebrate other people because God cares for other people so much he loves me and cares about me and I find my worth and affirmation in him and that is a way for me to remove social media from being a potential idol or something where I can find my worth and affirmation and allows me to give that time and thought to being reminded of what the Lord says about me and then allows me to celebrate other people with that. And so that's just a personal conviction that I landed on that helps me steer clear of making it about me. And there's still times Mm -hmm. I can just be scrolling and be like, oh, wow, this person is doing this thing. Now I have FOMO. (laughs) Um, But because I've put boundaries in place, it's more of a thought I can take captive and surrender to the Lord and put it back in its place then let something that like eats away at me. And there's definitely times when that's harder than others. And it's not just like a, Hey, I made that decision. And now social media is never a thought, never a fear and scary, never compare in mm-hmm. any sense, but it's something that helps me use it um, to not make much of Hannah, but to make much of the mm-hmm. Lord and people that he loves and that he cares about. And so kind of removing the self from mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay, Charlie, we, we're running out of time. We've been recording for a little bit, but I want to give you one last chance to just answer one last question. The fact that there are there's going to be people listening to this podcast that social media is sucking the life out of them. And maybe they know it, maybe they don't, but the reality is true that there will be people listening here who are addicted to social media and it's hurting their life. What would be one last piece of advice that you would have for them? I mean, I would say if you can identify that you do have a, a problem, uh, with social media to the point where you're comparing yourself or finding flaws in yourself that aren't really there or you're spending too much time on it to where you're missing out on real life activities or hang out with friends. I think you should, you could get help, whether that be through youth pastors, Bible study leaders, your parents. And I think that that would be something that you could, a conversation you could have with them to really try to find and fix the problem. Come on, man. 
I love that. I love that. Charlie, thank you so much, bro, for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Great topic and great conversation. Hey, uh, if you like this topic, feel free to share it with a friend. We'll be back uh, with a couple more episodes, I think, for this season. And then uh, then it'll be summer. So school is almost over. Finish strong, everyone. Finish strong out there. Uh, Yeah, two more months and then you're gone, Charlie. Yeah. But Charlie, thank you for coming on, man. It was a blast. Hey, see ya.